We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Out on this Tuesday morning. Good morning to you. We had some nice weather yesterday. Hopefully, we have it again today. Got to raise that temperature. But it is February. We know what that typically means. Let's get to today's Twitter poll question of the day. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. What's the Armin difference? It's simple. It's their people. Well trained, friendly, and caring. Together, let's drive. Visit ArminChevy.com. All right, two different poll questions today. The first, do you like the, the Eagles opening their 2024 regular season on a Friday night in Sao Paulo, Brazil? By the way, if you missed the news last night, this is not a joke. This is not April Fool's. Yes, the Eagles will play week one after the Thursday night start of the season where, you know, typically it's the defending champs. The Eagles will then play the next night on a Friday night in Brazil. Three choices here for this poll. Choice A, yes, I like it. Choice B, no, I don't. Or C, I am indifferent. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. To that question, also the second poll question, do you think Joel Embiid plays again this season? Now, obviously, we don't know the answer. But we're just trying to surmise, you know, where people are at mentally with this one. Surgery has not happened yet. Do you think he plays again? A, yes, B, no. You can vote on that also on Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. A lot of that on the phone lines as well. So, too, is, um, you know, John, we're trying to figure out the Halfrey thing. I mean, as, as you've called Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie many times, Halfrey, I grew accustomed to, frankly, totally embracing the setup because they won a lot. Now, this year, not as much. And, so we're all trying to figure out now with the recalibration after another season, this one really good in some ways for a while, and then a complete debacle at the end. John, where are you now on the concept of how the Eagles are run by Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman, and if you think they're too involved? Yeah, um, Howie's running the show, and we're a powerhouse because of it. Uh, I do, I am concerned that they need to back off a little bit right now because of the situation uh, that Nick Sirianni's in, where he has been sort of demoted, and everyone knows that information. I am concerned about how he will be perceived by the players when you know everyone reconvenes. Uh, I, and I know that as time goes by and, and things are sort of, you know, time heals all wounds, and, and you know, there will be new players in town that didn't ever – experience what it was like when Nick was calling the plays here or when Nick was running the offensive meetings here, you know, but there are players here who will remember that. And I don't know that the, the current, you know, the, the way that the, uh, the power is distributed within that building. I don't know that it's as effective as it needs to be. If the players don't 
respect the coach enough. Yeah, here's the, here's the deal. And, and again, let's get right to the phones, 215-592-9494. I have grown And I don't know that to... the, it sounds like the players love Nick Sirianni, and they all defended right. Nick Sirianni. Right. So that's great, but I'm saying, like, eventually w- with this setup, I worry about this possibility. Well, I worry about it too, but I've also grown accustomed to them winning a lot. You're right. I mean, they. I think they're one of the better organizations in pro football that wins at a higher clip than most, certainly all the others in the NFC East. And they're the best team in Philadelphia sports for the most part, meaning consistently. Here. Like, you know, it, it's just very different. What's different? Oh, the, the setup. The, the setup. No, there's no doubt about yeah. it. There's no doubt. Well, where do you stand on it? 215-592-9494 plus the Brazil thing. Eagles starting the season in Brazil. What do you make, make about that? Jaws joins us shortly. Ed in Phoenixville right now. Hi, Ed. Hey, guys, how's it going? It's going well, Ed. Um, my biggest concern, I've probably mentioned this to, this to you guys before, is, you know, the, the concept of, like, this activist owner, how it really doesn't, to me, in my opinion, really work in the NFL. I mean, you see how well it's done for Dallas over the last, what, 30 years. Mm. Um, you know, I just, uh, seeing how many coaches, how he has survived in his tenure, um, and what really kind of struck me at that press conference, how sort of browbeaten he was. Um, and I think, you know, I don't want to say this is a, if this blows up in his face, I don't know if he'll have a job or, or I don't know if he'll be let go, but I also don't think he should have, you know, countless number of lives. He may be, you know, you know, if this doesn't work out and if it, it's sort of a catastrophic failure. He is his job could be in jeopardy or should be. Well, anyway. someday yeah, I wonder someday. when it is, yeah. when it will be, if it will be that that needs to be examined. It absolutely like, there should never be a job that's just automatic and guaranteed forever, regardless of performance. So Ed, here's the deal, man. We we can't say for sure what will happen in the next ten to twenty years because we don't know. Here's what I do know about Lori, who is generally perceived to be very Loyal. He fired Andy Reid. He tremendously demoted Howie Roseman one time. He fired the guy that won the Super Bowl for him and Doug Peterson not that long after it. And he and his, I don't know if he was truly a best friend, but a great friend who really did do a hell of a job running the organization, Joe Banner, they went their separate ways. So this concept that it's almost like we used to hear, and I heard it for freaking years. From national commentators, oh, Andy will never get rid of Donovan. Andy and Donovan are tied at the hip. I'm like, hey, buddy, check their ages. One guy is an aging quarterback. One guy is still a relatively young head coach. Andy Reid someday won't have Donovan McNabb as his quarterback, and that'll probably be with the Eagles, and that came true. So my point is, while it's easy to fall into the thought that you're in, I don't know that it's accurate at all. I mean, Lori absolutely can move off of Howie. Now, if I was Lori, would I be thinking of it in the next two years? No. Because I think Howie has done more than enough to garner at least two more years. You dig into a big hole in 2024, I'm giving him a chance to dig out of it in 2025. After 2025, now maybe my eyes are open to it's time to zip him, but I'm not there. Yeah, I, I just think he shouldn't have sort of an endless rope. But, um, uh, you know, but this is going to be important, Jalen, how he's able to oh, yeah. be involved himself in fixing Jalen and the defense is going to go a long way to determining his tenure. Look, so. they're, they're at a bit of a crossroads right now as an organization. I'd, I'd say so. I believe that. Ed, give me an answer here. You get to ask, yesterday was NFL Media Day. We're going hypothetical. Any world figure, anybody ever, 
through history, dead or alive. You get to ask him one question, they'll answer it honestly. Who are you asking it to and what's the question? I want to ask David Chase what happened in The Sopranos after <laughs> Fade to Black in the last episode. <laughs> Boy, that's a good one. Tony Soprano, what was the deal? You know, it was such a shame, that ridiculous Sopranos movie that came out like two, three years ago. That stunk. That was just awful, man. Just just a disastrous movie. I didn't watch that. Oh, John. With his son? Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't love it. Yeah. And his son was barely in it. His son was in it, I don't know, 10 minutes? His son was good when his he was on was screen. Fine, he was fine. He's, but he's but... barely in it, James. Uh, yeah. I, well, no, his son's in it a Not fair Not a ton. It's mostly Junior, Uncle Junior, and uh, the, the, whoever. I don't know. The mom. Come on. All right. Let me ask you guys a question. So uh, you guys remember the movie uh, Conspiracy Theory with Mel Gibson, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I like that movie. So he is, for those that don't know, a conspiracy theorist. Um, he sees things and he says, it's almost like Arsenio Hall. Hmm. I got a hmm for Was you. the trick the whole time that he actually like knew stuff? He People got some stuff wrong him. and some stuff People right. People dismissed him as... Yes. Yeah. Julia Roberts initially dismissed him before... I don't remember the movie. Oh, yeah. He bites okay. off the nose of uh, Captain Picard. No way. Well, I didn't bite it off, but he takes out a chunk and then Picard... Who, what's that guy? What's that actor's name? Patrick Stewart. Yeah, Patrick Stewart's got a bandage on his nose for like the second half of the movie because Mel Gibson bit his nose. He looks exactly the same age that he's always looked. Picard? Patrick Stewart. Oh, that, yeah. That actor, like yeah. as long as I've known him, like I've no, I don't, I've never seen a young version. Him and Ed Harris. And same I've never thing. seen Bald an old version. Bald guys do that because yeah. they look it's the all, same. It's, yeah. it's right in the middle. So, like whatever. Look he at Mike is. Quick. He looks the same as he did 40 years ago. Mike, well, that's a good point. Mike Quick is still a nine and a half out of ten in Lux. I mean, he's yeah. just a damn good-looking guy, I'd Mike agree Quick. With that. He is a great-looking human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. Now, let me ask you guys a question. So, you guys know, I, uh, I'm not really a conspiracy theory, but I see things sometimes and it makes me say, "Huh, I wonder what's up with that." So, the Eagles yesterday in the announcement of the Brazil game, which, by the way, does annoy me, just because I don't want Week One Brazil, but okay, it, frustrating, but not the end of the world. So they put we're, out. An, we're a world team now. Yeah. I mean, this is this is a good thing. We're Philadelphia Eagles, John. Philadelphia Eagles. Now I'm okay with Brazil. I just don't like it Week One. Here's the deal, though. Eagles put out an email, and and I assume they did stuff on social media. What I saw was an email with the announcement. Three players listed. One player you know is going to be Jalen Hurts, and he's going to be front and center in ES. Now I find the other two interesting. Now, one is clearly a deserving player, but I would say less deserving than someone else at his own position. I'm not ripping Devontae Smith. I love Devontae Smith. He might be my favorite current Eagle. He was like the one guy that balled out in the playoff game. But Ben Davis, who is the best wide receiver in the Philadelphia Eagles? A.J. Brown. Who was not in this picture? A.J. Brown. That's right. Just, just tuck it away. Mm-hmm. And then defensively, if you're going to go, why on, are you saying tuck it away? Are you I'm saying it's saying, possible that this team considered okay? I'm just saying if the quarterback, maybe, if the quarterback and wide receiver have an issue, it's when the season starts. If we go with this guy, if we put him on that, you know, mm-hmm. Brazil thing, yeah. he might not be on our team anymore. That's I, I wonder. Is all I'm saying. Just tuck it away, John. Here's another one. No, I think this guy had to tuck it away. I think this guy might not Do be the on the team next year. But notable to me that Darius Slay is in the picture instead of Hassan Reddick. Now, I don't know what to make of it other than maybe they just made a dumb choice. Well, Slay's under contract because they kept extending and doing all that stuff. So I I think it's, you know, he's not going anywhere. James, who's a more liked player by fans, Slay or Reddick? Probably Reddick, yeah. Yeah, It's definitely Reddick. Yeah. Do you make anything, James, of 
Devontae Smith and Slay instead of A.J. Brown and Reddick? Or is that, like, is this a conspiracy theory antenna up or antenna down? Down mostly. Like, I'm not saying I, like it's not anything at all. Like, it could be, but most likely. Just like, most likely as, it's not. Just thing. struck me as, yeah, keep, keep our eye on that one. All right, let's keep our eye on our uh, next guest, the aforementioned Mike Quick. One of his two main wide receiver targets through his years is the quarterback of the Eagles. An awful lot to get into with Jaws today as he joins us in this, the Tuesday in the lead-up to Super Bowl 58. Good morning, Jaws. Good morning, everyone. Nice to be with you guys as we talk about Brazil. Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. All right, so, Jaws, here's, here's, here's where I'm at. I like the idea of the Eagles in Brazil. It's a little irritating to lose a home game, but I can accept that. The NFL spreads that around over a 5, 10, 20-year period. I accept that. I just don't like it week one after the birds had such a wonky schedule in 2023. I just want to sit on my couch at 1 o'clock on a Sunday and watch a game. And now I'm going to have to watch some other team instead of the team I love. Jaws, what says you on the Eagles-Brazil Friday night to start the season? I, I would lean towards uh, agreeing with you on that, Joe. It, it seems after what the team went through last year with a, a schedule that was just ridiculous as far as when they played, where they played, what time they played, um, it was a very difficult schedule. And as we know, you know, players are all creatures of habit. They like to do the same thing every single week and fall in that routine. And I think that schedule you know, last season with the changes in the schedule, particularly late in the season, impacted the, the outcome of games. I, I really do. And so you start out the next season and go, okay, let's go to – Brazil on a Friday night. It just—I know it's the first game, so that maybe alleviates some of the concern. But still, it changes your schedule. It changes the routine. It'll be interesting. I think it's—I think it's like a 12-hour flight to Sao yeah, Paulo. Yeah. I know it's a long way, and that'll impact the guys, no question, the following week. Jaws, you know, one of the things John came in here charged up about today, and we've tackled this topic so many times, but it's worth the revisit: the effectiveness or lack thereof of the Eagle structure of Howie and Lurie as involved as they are in ways that certain owners and certain GMs in pro football are not. After a great 2022, a great start to 23, a debacle at the end, where are you as you recalibrate on how the Eagles run their organization? Things such as the head coach perhaps not picking his own coordinators. And again, I'll say perhaps because we don't definitively know, but we, we get a lot of smoke signals that it's different than other teams. What do you make of how the Eagles do it? Yeah, first of all, I, I think we're fortunate to have two outstanding executive leaders, and, and I think Jeffrey Lurie's a terrific owner. Yes, he's involved, but not to the extent of uh, many of the owners around this league. So I, I think his, his position as the leader of the organization is solidified, and I think he does a good job. Howie has a very difficult job, and, and I think Howie has done a terrific job with this team. But when you look at you know, what you have to do, as a general manager of a football team, it's hard to be right all the time. Yeah. You're competing against 31 other, the best GMs, personnel evaluators, team builders in sports. And, you know, you're going to miss some, you're going to hit some. But I think, you know, I think overall Howie's done a really good job. And, and, and for the most part, I trust Howie and I trust decisions he will make. Jaws, have you ever been part of a team where a coach uh, like Nick got removed from a responsibility on – an entire side of the ball. You know, Nick's responsibilities on the offensive side of things, it, from what we can gather, they've just, you know, they've changed. They've been removed. Uh, have you ever been a part of a team where that happened? Uh, yes, uh, and it's difficult to deal with. You know, when, yeah. when Dick left the team in 82, Marion Campbell took over. 
Um, there were a lot of changes, but, you know, the head coach changed, the staff changed. That was a pretty much a complete overhaul, and it, it, it's a lot to go through. I mean, it's learning new systems. It's learning a new way of doing things, new way of way training campus run, the way practice run. It is a huge change. I don't think that will change a lot because Nick stayed on as, as, as the coach. Uh, but, I, I, man, it, it's, it's, the offseason is going to be a, a training camp type period. Sure. And Nick's going to have to train the coaches, which is something that you don't normally talk about. You know, every time you, know, you pick up the paper, listen to WIP, you know a coach is being released. It seems so. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a, it's going to be a learning curve with this new coaching staff. But I actually, I, I actually like the direction the team is going. Um, I, I thought there were too many young coaches on this team. I've always been a big believer. You need to, uh, coaches, some coaches with great wisdom. And I think if you look at Vic Fangio, you know, and Kellen Winslow, the, and, and Kellen Moore. They they bring that type of wisdom. I mean, Vic especially. You know, he brings in extensive experience, and I think that will help the defense. And, and Kellen Moore certainly brings in extensive knowledge with two really good you know, quarterbacks that he's worked with. And, and his system, I think, is more aggressive, which, which I do like, but I do also believe in balance and the running attack. But I, I like the fact that there are more established veteran coaches coming out of this staff. How reasonable is it for us to expect a former quarterback like Kellen Moore is going to run the football enough for our tastes? Well, he'll hear it from the fans, so I think that, that will con- <laughs> <laughs> that will convince him a little bit that you have balance. So, you know, and and, and you know, I think that's what we have to deal with now when you bring in these, you know, these these uh, you know these shining stars of the future. You know, they want to do it their way, and I'm sure I'm sure that has been discussed in the meetings before Kellen Moore was hired of what his philosophy is going to be. And you know, uh, and quite honestly, you know, think about it, guys. You know, under Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman, and it doesn't matter who the the coach has been, they want to they want to throw the football. You know, they believe yeah. in the passing game. So, you know, it, it, maybe Kellen Moore's the guy they want. Maybe Kellen Moore's the guy they think that could lead them to the promised land by throwing the football. It's not maybe what I believe or you believe, John or Joe, mm-hmm. but I think that's the way it's going to go. I really do. Why is Kellen Moore? Why will he be better able to teach Jalen uh, how to how to play quarterback in this league? better than Nick and, and Brian Johnson did. Well, I actually, I actually also like, I'll, I'll throw in the Doug Nussbaum, the new uh, quarterback. Yes. Yes. Uh, he, you know, he, he brings experience. And, you know, as much as I, uh, Brian Johnson was, was a, an outstanding football coach, really good guy, you know, the, the inexperience, I think, hurt him in, in, in calling plays and running the offense. So I think when you, when you bring in a Kellen Moore, you bring in a Doug Nussmeyer, and you bring in guys that have, have experience. I think those are guys that can adjust not only game plan week to week, but adjust during the game, which is absolutely critical. Nussmeyer, you know, the, the, the quarterback coach, does he often take the bad cop role? I think I think you have to have a balance, uh, I, but it, you know I, I don't know his coaching style. Yeah, that's true. Throughout my career, I, I've been with coaches. Some guys are, are are hard guys. You know, they coach you really hard. And there are some guys that always have their arm around you, pat you on the back. There's there's two ways to go about it. But I I've always felt that I I played for you know a lot of great coaches, a lot of great quarterback coaches, and I, I think that well I I know that's the guy you spend the most time with is the quarterback coach. Mm. On the field, you're with him. You're the liaison to the head coach and the offense coordinator. So your time is being spent in meeting rooms with the quarterback coach and discussing the game plan with the quarterback coach. The, the stuff you do on the field, your footwork, your arm slot, how your movement, all that is with the quarterback coach. Yes, the offensive coordinator is involved, no doubt about it, the head coach is involved. 
but you literally spend all your time with your position coach. Ron Jaworski here with us. Of course, Super Bowl coming up in a few days. Jaws will be flying out uh, to Vegas uh, soon. Jaws, let's, let's talk about the game. So, Kansas City's going to win, right? I got Kansas City. Yeah, that's right. I'll give you my pick at the end of the show, Joe. <laughs> so, Jaws, if they pull this off and coming from where they were mid-ish year when they were skidding, I mean, to think about what – I mean, first off, what a feather in the cap it will be for Andy and Mahomes. But how about just the playoffs alone? I mean, Jaws, they have beaten Miami at home, meaning in in KC, at Buffalo, at Baltimore. If they take down San Fran, this is one of the great playoff runs ever. Yeah, no question. I think uh, unbelievable. they they, they found their mojo after a a midseason slump and – you know, I mean, we just have to think back to last year's Super Bowl. The halftime adjustments Andy Reid made in that game won the game for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And, you, you know, that, that's when I talk about veteran coaches and coaches working together. That's what you do. You make adjustments not only during the week but during, during the game. And Andy's proven, you know, through his experience and his coaching staff that he can do that on the fly. And I think that's the difference why, you know, I picked the Chiefs to win this game on Sunday. Josh, you know Andy pretty darn well. Yep. Do you get any sense – of if this will be his last game if he wins or loses? Absolutely not. I think I think Andy is just intoxicated with coaching. I think he loves – he's a born leader. He loves to lead young men. And, and the one thing about Andy Reid is the way – you know, he's he, he's changed every single year. I mean, and you know, it's just amazing. I communicate with him almost on a, you know, on a weekly basis. You know, we, we send texts back and forth. And the guy responds to everything. With, with all the things he has going on, he still responds. I – I know I, I hear Hugh Douglas' show on, on WIP, and, you know, Hugh talks about, he'll text Andy, and he'll get back to him, you know, within minutes most of the time, but you should get him early enough. Uh, but that's how, that's how Andy is. He, he builds great relationships, and he uses those relationships not only in his, in his personal life, but in his coaching life. Jaws, how – I'm confused a little bit with the Eric Bieniemy situation. I was surprised to hear that he will not be, you know, sticking – T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com around uh with the commanders uh do you uh what do you make of that 
uh, Eric Bieniemy out uh, in Washington and not employed presently? It, it, I, I got to tell you, John, it's almost shocking to me. Um, I think he is a phenomenal, phenomenal offensive coordinator. I, I don't know what may be going on behind the scenes, but, you know, uh, when you look at the offense in Kansas City, it was phenomenal with Eric Bieniemy in charge of it. Now the, the commanders obviously didn't have great talent, but they, you know, they, they, they moved the football. You know, we, we, we saw them twice a year, and we saw that offense move the football. I don't know what it is about Eric Bieniemy why he can't get a job right now, but I think the guy's a tremendous football coach. Joe, let's do one more on coaching. First time we've talked to you since Belichick has been shut out of this carousel of coaches. What do you think is the number one reason why no one hired Belichick? I, I think there seems to be a trend in the league, you know, that uh, going toward these younger coaches. And um, I, 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 I like to think I'm shocked, you know, but as, as time goes on, I'm, I'm not as shocked as when I, when I think about it. he's not coaching. Um, most of these owners now want these young, energetic, you know, guys that come in and, you know, rev- they're going to revolutionize the game. And they want the guy that looks good on TV. And they got want the guy that's going to say all the right things. And, you know, Bill's kind of old school in that regard. And, and that's just the way he is. And, I, I, you know, that may be a turnoff for some teams. I, you know, we've all heard different stories. He wants to bring, you know, his old staff and put the band back together again. And some of those guys aren't as, uh, that, at least the names I was hearing, you never really know who they are. But, some of the names I was hearing are kind of more of the old school guys putting the band together. That guys that kind of had a soiled reputation as as, as their careers went on. So, uh, but but you know, quite honestly, I think Bill Belichick is going to be missed. You know, I mean, the guy will go down as the greatest of all time. You know, he won't beat Shula, but they, you know, he's, he won all the Super Bowls and obviously was a terrific coach. But the personality part of it, I think people are going to miss the dryness of Bill Belichick if that's possible. Look, I agree. So you think he never coaches again? I don't think he'll coach again. He's 72 now. If he sits out a year and does TV or whatever he may do, um, you're going to come back at 73, wow. 74? I don't think so. That is wild. That, that's, yeah. that's something. I, 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 am, I am really shocked he did not get a job. I, I, I really am. I think it's ridiculous. I really do. I don't think he's done. I, I, I don't I can't know. imagine I don't know. he's done. I mean, he went like, what did he go? Oh, for seven this time? Oh, for six? Something like that. It'll be six or seven yep. more next year. Seven. I don't know. All right, Jaws. Last thing, you've been you've been part of this Philadelphia sports scene for fifty years. So, Thanks, Joe. so well, you know, you're you're a good looking seventy something year old. All right, riddle riddle me this, Jaws. Did we do something to the gods to offend them to have Joel always injured? Like, what what did we do to that? Well, I don't think we did anything, but it break my, breaks my heart to, to see what happened with Joel Embiid. You know, I watch the Sixers because of Joel Embiid. I mean, the guy is just a pleasure to watch. He's got a great personality, an unbelievable talent. And just when you see a guy that big march up and down that field, sprint up and down that court as much as he does, I mean, I, I just get excited watching him play. And the fact that he's had all these injuries, and we know – this is what happens, you know. It, we, we we you know we play sports because we love sports, and we watch sports because we love to watch sports. But injuries are part of the game, and Joel is just kind of one of those China Dow guys that you know has a lot of injuries. I, I'm saddened by the injuries. Yeah, I hear you, Jaws. Great stuff, my man. We'll talk to you next hey, week. Joe, I said I give you my pick. Oh yeah, well, let's go. We got it done. Thirty-one twenty-seven Chiefs. That's pretty close. All right, that's a good game. It's a Super Bowl. It should be a good game. Yeah, but in the '80s and '90s, it always used to be a blowout. And it's gotten closer in recent years. Salary cap changed that reality. Jaws, good stuff, buddy. Thanks, man. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, You're the best. Jaws. All right, man. Ben, do you remember when we were young? Mm-hmm. 
Blowout, 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 blowout. It was outrageous. Outrageous. And it was always the NFC crushing yeah, the Yeah, Washington and Denver. Was Unbelievable. It that? 55 had, to 10. Yeah. The Bears, Niners Bears, the Broncos. Bears the pa- well, the Broncos, too. The Niners, Broncos. 49ers, Chargers yeah. in 94. Yeah. One of those games, Ridiculous. Joe, I had a box, and the game was such a blowout. I stopped watching. We just went out, and I was young. Yeah. And literally found out on Monday. And back then, I had won five hundred dollars. Wow! It was so bad, wow. I stopped playing. Like yeah. I stopped paying attention. <laughs> I mean, like, it was right. <laughs> it was so it was so unbelievable. Like people young can't can't conceive of how ridiculous the yeah. games used to be. They'd yeah. be over in the second quarter every time. All right, let's go to the phones. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We got a lot up ahead here, including uh, Conklin putting something together related to Joel Embiid, Goodell on the Brazil thing. Shams on Embiid and the trade deadline, that and more. Let's go to Drew in Westchester right now. Good morning, Drew. Hey, good morning, folks. So a uh, point on Brazil and then something on Jeffrey Lurie. Yeah. Uh, with, the, with the Brazil stuff, uh, I'm right there with you. I don't, I don't like it to the point Rhea was making earlier. This is going to be the fifth straight year the Eagles have started the season away from the link. And I looked back last night because I was curious. The only other team in that time who's potentially looking at five straight away from home openers is the Packers. So, wow. like, I just, like, this doesn't happen to the Bills, the Cowboys, the Niners, like, the other strong brands in the league. Like, I just don't think it's fair that we're always on the road to start the season now. Yeah, it's, it's irritating. And, look, I get that it's the Eagles' turn for international, so to speak. But I, why does it have to be week one? And, and I know the reason. It's because it's the easiest week uh, for the NFL to jam an international right. game with great travel. And you, you don't, I you get don't it. have a short week because it's week but you one. You could have a bye if it's in the season. If you have it like week eight, you have the yeah. bye after it. But even then, that, James, I'd be annoyed if I'm a player. You have a bye because you lose some of your bye. You lose but, some of my but, bye. But in terms of scheduling, that's the best possible in terms of rest and all that. I know. Drew, my point is, man, after the season that just was, I just want to sit down on my freaking ass on a couch at 1 o'clock on Sunday and watch a game. You're not going to sit on your ass on a Friday night and watch the game? It's eh. <laughs> a good point. <laughs> good point. Got him. Just not, the time, just not the time I was looking for. Well done, Rhea. All right, Drew, I'm sorry. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, all good. And on top of that, I just feel like, you know, the team and coaching staff is kind of coming in, you know, to the season, you know, kind of in like a fragile state a little bit. So just to put them in that spot week one, yeah, I just – uh I don't like it. Now, uh, on uh, on Jeffrey Lurie, I think there's one thing Jeffrey does really well, and there's one thing I wish he would not do. Mm. I think what he has always done well is hire coaches. Anytime yeah. we're going into a coaching search, I always feel like we're in good hands there. What I don't like is his seemingly involvement in some X's and O's stuff during the season. This isn't my answer to the side. Well, topic, we don't know I, that to be clear. There's a lot of speculation. There. What, what coach search are you referring to in particular? I like them all, John, one? even like, chip. I thought was a good hire. Just went awry. I, I think Lori's what five for five in hiring coaches. I think he's they a, certainly uh, break the, the conventional mold yeah. in, in the, their approach. Like, even if they have to if can Nick, which could happen after 2024 and almost happened after 2023, I think. Um, I still would have said to you it's a good hire because they almost won the Super Bowl with the guy. Now, you look, you can make the case, well, if you had a, a different coach, maybe you would have won the Super Bowl. Maybe you would have. But I, I, I don't know. I think he's pretty darn good at picking him. Drew, give me a big-time answer, man. It's for Green Day tickets. You get to ask anybody one question, living or dead. What's the question you're asking and who's it to? 
You got it. I would like to ask Michael Jordan with his first retirement, yeah. was that entirely on your own accord or were you forced <laughs> to by the league? God, what a question. That's a good one. So, so what's the answer to that? Um, I, so I, I think he was in some way forced to by the league. I don't know if it was as direct as like you have to Encouraged. retire. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was they had something, whether gambling, whatever it is. I do not think he just said, I'm done, is my is my thought on it. Yeah, I, I have. I've been Ben. Where are you on this one, on Jordan? I've been torn on this for years. I think there's no reason for him to leave the sport that he was the best at ever that, that to ever play the game in the peak. In Burnout the pri- factor doesn't of, doesn't hit you as a possibility no, now. No, in the prime of his career, his dad just being murdered. No, I, I don't know. I his dad being murdered is the only thing that kind of makes me think it's possible. I mean, he was under such scrutiny, and I just wonder if he just wanted to just step away. But then you he know. played baseball, and everything. like know. that's a different kind. He still had Michael cameras, so the whole thing. Never step away. <laughs> I don't, right. I he don't could know. never step away. He's yeah. the greatest to ever play the sport. Yeah. All right. Let's let's get to Travis Kelsey talking about Jason Kelsey because one of the things from last night's uh, you know NFL media day, uh, which has mostly become a media night, is you knew Kelsey Travis Kelsey was going to be asked questions about Jason Kelsey. This was uh, this was an interesting answer last night. You think Jason plays in that Brazil game? I think so. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not a betting man, but uh, I think he's got some football left. What are the odds? What are the odds? Yeah. I, no, I don't even know. I'm, I'm going to leave that up to him. So it turns noncommittal at the end, but the initial instinct, John, was I think so. And I'll tell you this. February 6th, no announcement of a retirement. I'm leaning toward thinking he probably is coming back. I mean, he had that opportunity right away. He, he didn't take it. It was reported by Schefter. He clearly... Didn't jump on that. You know, free agency's in a month. So he still has some time here. But now I'm starting to think it's more likely he's back instead of not back. And this is just a guess. I don't know. I don't have no firsthand total information. But Yes. Total guess. Feels to me like he's back. Feel, it, it felt like he was back for the last few whatevers. Uh, I'm more certain than ever that Jason Kelsey, and even if he decides against it, I think that they, the Eagles still have the opportunity to ask him, hey, listen, man, we really need you. Yeah. That could be Jeffrey Lurie saying, you know, hey, ding dong, hello, Jason. Yeah. Welcome in, Jeffrey. Fancy seeing you here. <laughs> yeah, like a heart-to-heart, we really need you bad. Well, I expect him to be addressed. I, I expect this conversation to be had at some point, uh, but – He's said for years now he's on his last legs. His body. Can his body do this? Ben, could you walk away if you were still great at the sport? No. No. I. I, I just... What if you had millions, potentially maybe more millions, not available the... to you outside the sport than in the sport? Maybe oh, oh, more. When he's done, he's going to be able to do whatever he wants, especially in the media. And, and rightfully so. I think he's dynamic in, in when he speaks. I, I, being an outsider, outsider looking at him, there's, I think there's something left to be desired for him. The look on his face the last, I don't know, seven games, he was like in disbelief. Like, how did it come to this? Where are we? What are we doing? Yeah. And that's not him. That competitive nature in him says, you know, he's a guy that wears his heart on his sleeve. And he was almost like in disbelief that they played that poorly for that many consecutive weeks. And it ended in the fashion that it did. Yeah, no, I, and he's I, like, I I'm think not going way, out like that. Yeah, the way the way it went down, that that has to he's have some lingering off. negative effect. I'm telling you, I think that. you're right there. I agree with that. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.